Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. How can we add some fundamentals, some basics to our instrument flying? Hey, M0A Nation, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you are listening to well, it's the Instrument Pilot Podcast. It is brought to you by our outstanding, amazing online ground school. You can check it out, learn more at m0a.com. Uh, you know we're rolling out our new learning management system. Most of you should be in there already. It is just uh, it is an outstanding place to be, and we're just so thankful uh, for you all making it such a great place to be as we continue to make it even better. Hey, by the time you're listening to this, uh, pass your commercial pilot checkride should be ready on uh, on Audible and audiobooks.com. Also, I should mention it, we are doing a great live stream this month. This is the month of March. We're going to do live streams every month, though. So even if you're listening to this in the future, I'd encourage you to go to m0alive.com, m0alive.com. Check that out. Um, we're doing one on the fundamentals, but if you're listening to this in the future, it may be a different topic by then, but m0alive.com will be your place to see the live calendar as to when we're doing everything so you can check that out as well. It'll be uh, towards the end of this month. It'll be an evening webinar, getting back to an evening webinar. And I want to do it via Zoom, just be a little bit different. Do it via Zoom because I want to see your smiling faces. COVID has got us, you know, just kind of like locked up still a little bit. So I want to see your smiling faces. So I can't wait to have all of that set up. So just looking forward to that. Hey, I want to chat with you and it's actually going to be um, a, a topic for next week's video. So you know we're in this series called The Fundamentals, which is getting back to the basics. We are putting pillars through the sand down to the bedrock or just putting them more into the bedrock if you have a strong foundation already. But we've got to build a foundation of fundamentals because April is going to be principles of mastery but I can't get into principles until I know the fundamentals. I can't do pursue mastery until I know the basics. Now, instrument flying has its own fundamentals that are associated with it. And you built some of that in your private pilot training. You built some fundamentals hopefully in things like radio communications, things like we're going to talk today about constant airspeed, climbs and descents, uh, constant rate uh, climbs and descents as well. Level flight, airspeed man, all these things we'll talk about today that you hopefully built in private pilot. Now, I had great flight instruction, private and instrument. I, however, didn't get the fundamentals because I chose not to. It's no fault of my instructor. I'll make that clear. I went my entire private pilot training with the only ATC radio calls I ever made were to the class Delta airport for my three takeoffs and landings to a full stop at the Gainesville airport. And I goofed those up and had a big runway incursion. Long story, perhaps you've heard it before. If not, it's out there on some radio communications webinar or video. I'm sure you'll stumble across it. I don't want to bore you with all the details again, but I just basically went past the whole short line in the middle of the active runway and the tower yelled at me. <laughs> Told you it wasn't that exciting as a... 15-hour student pilot, probably. We all make mistakes. 
Anyways, on that note, segueing away from that, right? I never got VFR flight fall. I never learned these things. So I went into my instrument without the fundamentals of radio communications, without a strong foundation in radio communications. And I found myself behind the airplane because I wasn't proficient in radio communications. So I want to pause here for a second and just tell you if radio communications are a weakness of yours, Instrument flying is all about how well you can talk on the radio. This is an area you want to be working on. This is an area you need to be improving on. Radio communications, particularly grabbing VFR flight following on long cross countries because truth be told, instrument flying is very, very similar to VFR flight following. It's it's 80% of the way there. It's pretty darn close to it. There's other little nuances like clearances and everything else, but if you've ever done a VFR departure out of a Bravo or a Charlie, you've probably gotten a clearance out of there from clearance delivery or ground that's, again, very similar to an IFR clearance. So that's why I'm sharing these things with you, and these are the things we can be working on, the fundamentals of radio communications. But my focus with you here today is actually the video that's coming out next week. So if you're watching this the day this comes out, this is Thursday, next week, the third Tuesday of March, 2021. The episode's gonna be called Know Your Airplane. And I I mean that more than just the sense of knowing your V speeds and, and all that is so important. I mean this in the sense of what would it take to give me a 90 knot 500 foot per minute descent. What pitch down? What power settings? Are there multiple pitch and power settings that could do that? What could give me a 90 knot climb? An 80 knot climb? I want to do 80 knots at 500 feet per minute. I want to do 90 knots at 500 feet per minute. These are all doable. Some of you might be saying that that's not possible, Jason. You'll see in the video. These are all doable combinations. As an instrument pilot, it would behoove you to know that a glide slope is configured for a 500 foot per minute rate of descent. What airspeed would you like to fly your approach at? Most of us like to fly them at 90 knots. If you're flying a Cessna 150, it's much, much slower than that, right? Maybe it's 70 knots in a 150, maybe it's 90 in a 172, maybe it's 110 in a Cirrus, um, you know, maybe it's 130 in a M600, which I hope to own one day. I should start studying so I know that, right? You're shooting for 500 feet per minute, no matter the airplane. So what speed would you like to shoot your approach at? I always recommend a little slower is a little better. I know most of our clocks for like an ILS or a localizer approach are, we, we time for a missed approach point on these localizer approaches. So we have a missed approach point. It could be time, it could be DME, it just depends. Most of you know what I'm talking about when I say that. And it's geared up for 90 knots. It's usually the slowest airspeed they show there. Now you could certainly fly it slower if you had to. What speed would you like to fly and how can you establish a 500 foot per minute descent? Because that should be a part of your approach checklist and approach briefing. Okay, 2100 RPMs and five degrees nose down on the attitude indicator, that's 90 knots and 500 feet per minute and I trim for it this way. 
and I trim for it and I forget about it. I leave my power where it's at. Now here's the next part of the equation. That's all well and good, but I shoot my approach with 10 degrees of flaps. And I actually put my flaps in well before the final approach fix because nothing is worse than final approach fix, add my flaps, grab my glide slope, flaps make me balloon up and then trying to catch it on down. So I put my 10 degrees of flaps in, usually a few miles out from the final approach fix. Yes, that means I fly the approach much slower, but you know what? I like logging the time, honestly. I'll shoot an approach in a Cessna 150 all day. It doesn't break my heart. So we're doing all of this. And while we're doing all this, we need to figure out now 500 foot per minute, 500 feet per minute with 10 degrees of flaps at what power setting gives me my 90 knot, 500 foot per minute descent. Like what is that? Knowing your airplane and knowing the configurations that allow you to do this. Now you should have learned this, albeit probably unbeknownst to you in your landings. Because what do we do when we land, right? We get a BMAR touchdown point, at least how I teach it, very procedural. Perhaps you listened to the private po podcast last week. Perhaps you've seen the secret to perfect landings. You know I teach a beam the touchdown point, carburetor heat, power back, and back to a high run-up RPM. It could be 17, 18, 19, 2000 RPM, somewhere around there. Carb heat, power back. 10 degrees of flaps. And I like to be 90, by the way, on downwind, 80 on base, 70 on final. So you are, you've been kind of grooming yourself for this moment of shooting approaches at 90 knots with 10 degrees of flaps in an appropriate power setting. Granted, it's for a very short period of time. It's just from the touchdown point out until the 45 degree from the touchdown point to where you turn your base, your left or right base. But it's practice and it's setting you up for that. An approach, you'll get a much longer chance to practice such. But this is something you should know. This is a approaches like that, at least the speed and altitude management of an approach come from your private pot landing days. Just like your radio communications should come from your private pilot days. Now you could do all of them in a pilot controlled airport and never get that skill set like I did. That, that could happen, that is possible. Again, if you're in between the certificate and the rating, the private and the instrument, I would encourage you to start doing some cross countries. You need the 50 hours of PIC cross country anyways to get doing those, get out somewhere, and get some VFR flight following in the process, preferably into some busier airspace. It would just make your life much easier come instrument flying time. So just think and focus on that. What are the basics? What is a 500 foot per minute descent and at the various speeds? What's, gosh, can your plane do a thousand? up or down? What, what can your plane do? What is your plane capable of? What are the trim settings? What are the pitch and power settings to get you there? That is some of your homework because that is a pillar, knowing your airplane at that depth. It's one thing to have rote memorization of VY is 70 knots, but what does VY give me? What does 70 knots really give me at full power? Is it 500 feet per minute? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm really after. And that's where I need you to focus. Hey, Missouri Nation, thank you just for your time. Thank you for being such a blessing 
uh, to us. You know we produce three other podcasts. We have the Private Pot Podcast. This is the Instrument Pot Podcast, the Commercial Pot Podcast, and the CFI Podcast. And once again, head over to m0alive.com. Uh, you get signed up. I want to do that on Zoom. I want to see your smiling faces. I want to. I want to wave to your spouses. I want to see your your animals. I, I want to like come into your house. I miss seeing people and like shaking hands and taking pictures and all sorts of stuff. So I, I just think you all are so outstanding. Um, once again, I just cannot wait to uh, to see you all. Uh, once we can get back to true in-person live events. But this will do for now. There's no charge. MZRAlive.com to check that out. Have a blessed, amazing, outstanding rest of your day. And most importantly, remember, the good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you.